Yo, 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 what's good everybody, my niggas? <laughs> what's up, y'all? I'm back again in this bitch. It's your boy, Jules, with another episode of the Family Jules Podcast. Just again, I'm coming back to y'all, nigga. You feel me? I'm gonna give a shout out to all my peoples out there, all my fi- all of my fans and subscribers and supporters, whatever they want to call, whatever you want to be called. I don't, I ain't no disrespect. Some people say fans, some people say followers, some people say whatever. My supporters. That's how I look at it. Like, I appreciate y'all, man, for coming through, and I give y'all another good round of applause, man. And for me personally, this is. Episode sixteen of the Family Jewels podcast, and you know it's been a, it's been a, it's been a fun journey so far. I'm learning as I go, and the shit has been dope, man. I'm getting into the audio, I mean the visual parts of the shit. So it's getting this definitely getting interesting. I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning a lot in these past few weeks than I've had in a long time as far as just editing with the digital and all audio shit and all of that. So y'all bear with me. And just support your boy, man. Before we get started, I'm going to ask y'all to like, subscribe, go check out my YouTube page. You know what I mean? Jules Young OG. No, uh, Jules Quiet Money. Quiet Money Jules TV or YouTube. I'm sorry. Quiet Money Jules. I just changed my name, so I'm a little bit throwed off. But Quiet Money Jules TV uh, on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share. Anchor app. You can check me out. Family Jules Podcast on Anchor app. Spotify. Apple Podcast, everywhere you get your podcast at, man. You know what I mean? And today, you know what I mean? It's a, so what is it? Uh, Saturday, you know what I'm saying? A couple of days after Thanksgiving, and I was going to try to get a little episode in for Thanksgiving and all that shit, but you know how that be, man. Family time, full, just chilling. But every, overall, I had a great Thanksgiving, and I hope everybody else out there had one too. You know what I'm saying? We ate good, drank good, smoked good. Shit, went to sleep, woke up, did it again. You feel me? So I just want to uh, say happy Thanksgiving, happy uh, Indigenous People Day, happy Native American Day, whatever it is you recognize. You know what I'm saying? And now that the holidays, well, Thanksgiving is over, we're getting up into Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And so be ready for that. Spend that money. Get them kids, them gifts, them loved ones, them gifts, and whatever it is you do. You know what I mean? It's time to get them pockets hit, baby. You already know it's time to get them pockets hit. So this shit don't never end. You know what I mean? Let's just get through these holiday seasons safe. And you know what I'm saying? And we get to the other side of the new year. I see y'all there, you know? Right now, today I'm smoking some Tropic, tropic Truffle. It's a Tropic Can of Cookies and Mint Chocolate Chip by the uh, company Golden Nuggets up here. You know what I'm saying? That's too crazy. I mean, no, I ain't gonna say nothing too crazy. This shit is crazy, but... Yeah, so that's what I'm smoking on right now. I'm going to do a stream review on that probably next tomorrow or so whenever I get some time to just talk about the beauties of this stream. But yeah, back to the uh, today. I just wanted to, you know what I mean? First of all, I wanted to start off with RP to Miss Malika Shabazz, the daughter of Malcolm X. She was found dead in her apartment at 56 years old. So... I just want to give a rest in peace to her and her family. Our shout outs to them, the loved ones. They said it's, it's, it doesn't appear to be any foul play. So it seems like she just passed away from normal health related illness or something like that. So 
rest in peace to Malika Shabazz, man. I think she was like his youngest daughter or something like that. I think she was a few months old when he was married, if I don't if I recall. So rest in peace to her. And I also want to give a rest in peace to all of those parade goers in Waukesha, Wisconsin, man. I don't know if y'all know, but on the 21st of November, Daryl Brooks, man, 39-year-old man from Wisconsin, was arrested for plowing his SUV into a crowd full of fucking parade watchers and goers, and it was some real heinous shit, and... Five people are dead and over 40 injured after an SUV plowed through a small town holiday parade. Waukesha, Wisconsin held their annual parade on Sunday, November 21st with the theme, Comfort and Joy. The community of about 72,000 was excited to be together again after last year's festivities were canceled due to the pandemic. Instead of holiday cheer, this town is dealing with the aftermath of a red SUV driving through the parade route, reportedly hitting and even running over dozens of people. A parade is a celebration for our community. Today our community faced horror and tragedy in what should have been a community celebration. I'm deeply saddened to know that so many in our community went to a parade but ended up dealing with injury and heartache. The vehicle struck more than 20 individuals. Some of the individuals were children and there were some fatalities as a result of this incident. Among those who died, members of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies, a dance and pom-pom troupe that has performed since 1984. They said on Facebook, our group was doing what they loved, performing in front of crowds in a parade, putting smiles on faces of all ages, filling them with joy and happiness. Our hearts are heavy at this most difficult time. The names of the victims have not been released. We do have a person of interest in custody at the moment, but this is still a very fluid investigation. This is in that nigga's gonna burn in hell, hell. He's gonna ride in prison. Whatever they gonna do to him, they got something for him. And rest in peace to all of those innocent people. Uh, six people killed, and I saw five old white ladies, bro. Five grandmothers, and I didn't even mean to say white ladies, but <coughs> we, we 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 using this for context. He he killed five old white grannies, man. They were part of a dance troupe and shit like that out there, and. I think for the Milwaukee Bucks or something. And that shit was totally uncalled for. That shit was totally senseless. And I don't know what that nigga problem was. But they gonna hang his ass and he deserve it. Because to, to, to senselessly drive your SUV through a, a parade of people. Something is fucking wrong with you. I don't know his reason behind it. And... I know it was either the day before or the day after the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, the verdict. So I don't know if that tied into that shit. I don't want to do the conspiracy theory. I told my peoples that shit. Like, that's not something I'm going to get into on my show, Prince, for real, for real. I don't want to be assuming and putting shit out there that I don't know is true. Because, you know, you get people get hurt. It's a lot of shit going on out here. People spreading misinformation and. You just never know what you're saying about somebody, whether it's true or false or whatever the case may be. But it's just odd that it's such a close time and the coincidence, like, 
You know what I mean? And if that's the case, that makes it even that more heinous because understand motherfuckers mad about the Kyle Rittenhouse decision. And if you are, there's other ways to go about expressing your anger besides hopping in your vehicle and plowing down a group of innocent women and children and things like that. Like he hit fucking how many children? Eight children, eight, eight, uh, 10 children all together from what I counted. Ran over 10 children, bro. An eight-year-old died, my nigga. I think a six-year-old is like in critical condition, a coma or something. And it's just a bad, it's all around bad for the people out there in Waukesha. And uh, on behalf of the black community, in behalf of humans as a whole, I want to send my condolences and my apologies. And I pray that there's a mental illness involved and that wasn't retaliation for anything like that of that nature, man. I pray it isn't because that shit is just, you know what I mean? Totally. Because he hit people of color as well. So that's what kind of makes me, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where his mind was at, but nevertheless, he's being charged with first degree intentional homicide and five counts of first degree intentional homicide. And a sixth one is coming, I think, because of the six-year-old boy, because of the eight-year-old boy, matter of fact, that just passed. So... He's done. The nigga look crazy. The nigga look crazy. So, so he was troubled. And he, I mean, the nigga look like he don't got it all, but that's no excuse for that bullshit that he pulled. And so, to Darrell Brooks, here's a big fuck you from the Family Juice podcast for that bullshit you did. You know what I mean? Here's another. Fuck you! Because that shit was totally, 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 totally uncalled for. And. And I feel sorry for you and your lack of soul. I feel sorry for you and your lack of soul, motherfucker. Because that's what that type of shit takes. A lack of soul to do shit like that. Takes a humongous lack of soul. So. My nigga, Daryl Brooks. Burning hell, my nigga. You know what I mean? And I'm going to leave it at that, man. I don't want to go too more into that. You know what I'm saying? On the night, on a on happy note, like I've been I've been reporting a few times, this Drake and Kanye concert is in full motherfucking effect. It's going to be on December the 9th in Los Angeles. And that's going to be at the LA Coliseum. And I was reading online. Motherfuckers was in the outrage because uh, if you look at the uh, the uh, the flyer, it says free Larry Hoover concert. So a lot of people thought it was going to be free. I believe motherfuckers. I don't know in whose mind. Why would you think a Drake and Kanye concert anywhere to be around Drake and Kanye would be free? Either or, whether they're together by themselves, but definitely the two biggest fucking charting artists of the year are doing a, a concert together, and motherfuckers thought it was going to be free. Now, don't get it twisted. I understand. Free, uh, free is great. Everybody loves free. I like free. Who the fuck don't like free? You know what I'm saying? But... To expect a concert for Drake and Easy to be free, my nigga, you out of your mind. 
And even with that being said, you out of your mind. So suppose you not. You're going to pay. Now they crying. The tickets is $200-$500. Yes. $200 or $500 motherfucking dollars. I'm going because I don't know who the fuck they expected to come and see this show. You know what I mean? I guess they went, I don't know who. I guess they went LA's best. And I don't know because five, $200 or $500, that's going to be a steep ask for the average teenager, the young adult. You know what I mean? The average concert goer. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they got it. But the $200 is going to be sold off. $500, I mean, it ain't bad. I would pay for it. So a lot of motherfuckers I know would pay for it. But to sell out a Coliseum, $200 to $500 tickets, good luck, my nigga. I'm sure they could do it. If anybody could do it, I'm sure they could do it. So, yo, if y'all, if you're going to be in LA December the 9th, go check out the Yeezy and Drake Free Larry Hoover concert. If you, if you could spring the $200, $500 for a ticket, more power to you. If not, I guess we might can check it on live stream. They probably will have it on Apple Music or some shit. I don't know. You know, that shit probably going to get leaked online anyway or something down the line. So we'll be seeing it. We'll be seeing it. We'll be seeing it. On another good note, they found that bitch ass nigga, uh, Brian Laundry. The uh, guy that killed uh, the young girl, Gabby Petito, the little YouTube vlogger, they found the body, I think it was in Montana or somewhere like that, or Wyoming, and he pretty much, they found his body in Florida. Okay, we have some breaking news to report right now. According to the FBI in Denver, Brian Laundrie's parents have been informed that the remains that were found yesterday in that park in Florida were indeed Brian Laundrie, Gabby Petito's missing fiance. As of right now, the Laundries have no further comment about this. They said they ask that everyone respects their privacy, but they've commented on this as well. Yesterday in that Florida park where Brian Laundrie was last reported being seen uh, more than a month ago, those remains were found. We told you they were skeletal remains. Testing was still pending. But again, the FBI in Denver now confirming those remains found in Florida were indeed Brian Laundrie, Gabby Petito's missing fiance. He pretty much went killed himself, found went off in the woods somewhere off himself. But the fucked up part about it is that they were searching for him for a certain amount of a matter of a while. And the day that his family joined the search, they found his body. Like it seemed like he told his moms and them what he was going to do. And they knew where to go and find him at to find his body because they found him with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And the thing was, I was reading today that I guess they went and checked the, the guns at the house after it happened. And the police found out it, it was a gun missing, but they never told the public because I guess they didn't want people worrying that he was going to do something crazy, which he could have possibly did do something crazy. So... It's a blessing that it didn't turn out like that. He didn't go on a killing spree and try to take anybody with him. He went and took his own coward ass life. And good riddance, motherfucker. I hope you burn in hell too, goddamn. Uh, to my to that bitch ass nigga Brian Laundry for what you did to that young girl. Fuck you. I'll be give you another one, Brian Laundry. Fuck you. Because I definitely. And I feel sorry for you. And your and lack of soul, soul. motherfucker. So Brian Laundry, there's a place in hell right now. I know you burned it up. So 
Enjoy that shit, motherfucker. Enjoy that shit. On a good note, on a good motherfucking note. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, on a good note. I want to give a fucking big-ass round of applause. A big round of applause, nigga. I had to turn that bitch up, son. To the God MCJ, Jay-Z, for recently becoming the highest nominated Grammy artist in Grammy's history. He was tied with uh, Quincy Jones for 80, but this uh, Grammy cycle coming around, he was nominated for three, and that took him over the top. So... Rap mogul Jay-Z has made history. After nominations were released for the 64th Grammy Awards, Hove has been put in elite company. Sean Carter is now the most nominated artist of all genres of all time in the history of the Grammys. He totals 83 bids over the span of his illustrious and legendary career. This year, Jay is nominated for Album of the Year for his work on Kanye West's Donda, and is also nominated for Best Rap Song for both the late DMX's Bath Salts and Ye's Jail. He has won 23 Grammys, but this number might increase following the January ceremony. It goes down on the 31st. In second place for most Grammy nominations of all artists is Beatles icon Paul McCartney, as he now holds 81 after earning another two this week for Best Rock Song and Best Rock Album. However, this is further cements a legacy that Hove has built up for himself and it's clearly well deserved. For more, now he's the most nominated Grammy artist in the history of the Grammys, rapper, former drug dealer, born in poverty from the inner city and he made it to the top of the Grammy nomination charts out of the whole world so another fucking applause <laughs> for, for my <coughs> excuse me for my one one B one B goat two one two because big is always going to be one to me because big is the he's the godfather my nigga they all of the, the best of the best right now. Like the lyricists and shit. You can hear big in them from the hoves to the to the to the to the to the locks and shit like that. A lot of them niggas, man. The showmanship. Everything. That was Biggie. So Jay-Z. I know this nigga big looking down, shining on a homie from Brooklyn. Bad style that, that, that took that shit And ran with it After he You know what I'm saying After his demise Jay Z is a friend To be proud of Like what he did with it How he Carried himself And put niggas on Took care of his family Yes 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 So Shout out to Jay Z Like I said man I mean I was talking to my bro The other day And it's like We was having a good conversation And I was explaining to him I feel like the game fucked up, man, when they started, when the industry started chasing after more Lil Wayne's than Jay-Z's, it left us in the predicament we in today. And I'm not saying it's a bad predicament, y'all. I'm not saying it's the worst. But what I'm saying is, this is kind of like the dark ages, my nigga. Like, don't get it twisted. Cats is making money. They take care of their family, their families. I salute that, but when the quality, man, you know what I'm saying, and the mentality, you know what I'm saying, these niggas want to have 30s, double cup of lean, you know what I'm saying, pills on their tongue, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Like, these artists that they chose to seek and to mold and promote their product of the wing, a wing. I don't give a fuck what you say. From Thug to everybody on down to the little babies, all you hear, just the everything from the tattoos, the clothes, the drug culture. He influenced all of these niggas. Cause Wayne, shout out to the to 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 my niggas out of Texas, Philadelphia niggas, everybody that was drinking lean and all that shit. But Wayne made that shit cool. Wayne made it cool to have your cup and be creative and be in the studio. That he made that shit like he made it go hand in hand. Like motherfuckers felt they had to have a cup of lean or some shit. Just to go to the studio and make a hit record. You know what I'm saying? And that's simply not the case. A lot of that shit coming out sounding like a nigga on drugs. Trying to make music. Fucked up drugs. Like incoherent. Niggas be half the incoherent. A lot of that shit be incoherent. Because y'all niggas be incoherent in that motherfucking booth with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I was talking to my man like. When you look at the, the the 80s when it first started, you had the Run DMCs, the LL Cool J's, the that whole generation and shit. You know what I mean? And all of their music was about was about the, the urban environment, the struggle, but also was a message and also was lyrically inclined in a sense. You know what I'm saying? For that era. And then so the next era, they wanted they wanted to find better. People Than them niggas from the 80s Don't get it twisted The 80s was the foundation But when that 90s came That's when they went to looking for that real 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 talent You know what I'm saying You had to be nice And I'm not even just talking East Coast I'm talking about from the West Coast from, To that whole NWA The whole death row They went They was trying to find people like Tupac's And Snoop's And Dre's Like Real pioneers You know what I'm saying The East Coast They was finding Wu-Tangs And Nas's And DMX's They was looking for real fucking talent What really was something to say And that's why you had the 90's And then we keep going I'm a motherfucking throat man I'm in here choking My bad But that's why you had the motherfucking 90's With that's considered the golden era, nigga. Shit. Early, mid, late 90s, 2000s. That's considered the golden era. Because that's when the best shit was coming out. You know what I'm saying? The best shit was coming out. And then... They started dumbing it, dumbing it down. They started dumbing it down. They started dumbing it down. Why? For the, for the people, man. Cause that, you know what I'm saying, and so when they started dumbing it down, the 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 quality control started to suffer, and then once the internet hit, shit, it's everything, it's over now. Cause there's so many cracks now, anybody could get in the door, nigga. We got the internet, niggas ain't got it, niggas don't need no deal no more. You ain't got to tell me I ain't good. I'll give fuck what you say. I'm putting this shit out. <laughs> And there's some niggas out there that's gonna listen to this bullshit. Cause I might think it's bullshit, but 
Shit, so, somebody might love it. That's all that matter, though. That's the beauty of it. Maybe niggas will say I'm hating and shit, but I'm just a hip-hop purist, a rap purist, and I feel like that shit needs to be safeguarded in the, in the, you know what I mean, Some at, at times, man, and it's just too wide to fuck open. There's no checks and balances in the, in the game no more. Niggas is just... Everybody sound like everybody is like cool to bite a nigga style. It's cool to get have ghost writers to not be original. It's just the bar is so fucking low right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got people out there fighting. Like I said, you got the Kanye, you got the uh, Kanyes and the Drakes and the you know what I mean the Kendricks and the Coles and the Hoes and the who the, the Griseldas and the, this niggas pushing the culture. Niggas really still trying to make good music. South Rick Ross is You know what I'm saying Even the thugs and shit they, I mean I ain't, Cause niggas sound like him to me Like even young boy Young boy thug I put them in their own Cause they the, really the fathers Niggas sound like young boy Young boy got a million sons Thug got a million kids You know what I mean As far as the industry go So When I talk I don't really talk about the, 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 the pioneers The one that started this shit you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just glad that in my eyes it seems like the industry is getting back to having a certain amount of standards again because they looking for the you can't it's no it's no timeless music really being made no more like that. You see what I'm saying? And that's where the money is made. And the time you gotta make timeless music. Music has to be timeless. Timeless. So, it's hard. It's a lot of this shit. Ain't a lot of thrillers and volume, hard knock life, volume twos and uh, chronics and all eyes on me and Machiavelli's and uh, the the dog father with gin and juice, doggy style. Matter of fact, my bad. Ain't a lot of those. Like you hear niggas like, all right, that's cool. But you didn't like me and my bro. Shout out Prophet. We he he was playing a track for me. It was an interlude. Like niggas got to get back to making real projects, art. You know what I'm saying? Take your time with that music, baby. Put a skit in there. Put an interlude in there. Make that shit a a a a, a work of art, like a movie, my nigga. So when a nigga listen from front to back, they don't want to skip through nothing. They want to go through it again because that shit was a movie. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers' attention span is short, I know. But you can make, you can compartmentalize that shit enough and put it in a project. I mean, the greats, that's how you do. The great ones, they figure out a way. That's how I'm, that's all I'm saying, man. Like, I love the, I love, I'm, I, I'm always talking about music, any fucking podcast I'm on. I mean, because the industry. Is is near and dear to my heart. The music is that's all we got, my nigga. I don't want us to be like a lot of these older uh genres of music that faded the fuck away and they're not around no more. Cause that's a lot of music. If you really look at history, I mean when we from hip hop first came out, we was the baby. And you know they shit come in cycles. We took off in 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010, 2010s, 2020. 
How long we supposed to be the best genre around if we letting all kind of shit come and infiltrate and just water shit? Because I don't want it to evolve into no bullshit. This shit's got to stay to the in the gutter. I ain't gonna say got to stay in the gutter, but the streets have to be the root of the music forever. Have to be whether you in them or not, experiencing them, influenced by them, it has to be that. That has to be, it has to because that's the rawest element. You're going to find out here in life when it comes to creativity, touching that shit, that raw, smelling the streets, hearing the streets, feeling them. That's why hip-hop is something that, like, a nigga could come from nothing, like, literally. Niggas be dirt poor with no nothing, barely could read, write, no education, and become millionaires and billionaires, bro. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying them niggas ain't got no education to million the billionaires, but I know it's millionaires in that bitch that probably didn't come from the best up education, but new business and new money, knew how to make a way. That's one of the last few industries, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, I'm glad to see motherfuckers making strides in other industries, but we gotta we gotta keep that hip hop and keep it safeguarded. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't care what you look like. Like Eminem is one of he's goat, he's goat, but he can rap. Like them Island Boy niggas. <laughs> niggas gotta get them niggas up out of here. That type of shit. The minstrel shows when they come in and making a mockery because they got a taste of like the whoa Vicky girl and the Cash Me Outside, the Danielle Brajoli, and they watch them. And they infiltrated And they actually got careers And they making money off of dumb shit Like the Danielle Bajoli girl about her, uh, Catch me outside I ain't gonna hold you now She spit the shit out of them ghost written raps My daughter My girl was listening to her one day And She had features and all that shit Like nah whatever, Whoever writing for her they, She could rap She could rap it But she's an industry plant man You know what I'm saying and when you get people like the industry plants, man, that shit's fucking up the industry. It's fucking up the industry, y'all. So, y'all just, we got to safeguard this shit called hip-hop, man. I'm going to say that shit every motherfucking episode. Because my, my shit is about music, politics, sports, speaking of sports. Yes, speaking of sports, man, we go, uh... First, I want to I want to uh, uh, give a get well soon in my nigga John Morant, man. Call twelve, John Morant. He sprained his knee the other day. They did some tests. I don't think it's enough structural damage, and he ain't tear nothing. But he sprained his knee, so God, thank God for that. So a get well soon with my nigga John Morant. It's called twelve, my nigga. He one of the illest niggas in the NBA up and coming. So yes, I definitely want to see John Morant get right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the Lakers, yeah, they they under uh five hundred. He ten and eleven. They just lost to the Sacramento Kings. Well, yesterday I watched that game. De'Aaron Fox, <coughs> Marvin Bagley. And they had everybody <coughs> with the three overtimes and loss. You know, so yeah, my nigga Dame out there in Portland. Shout out Dame, man. I love you, Dame. I don't know what's going on with you, baby. I need you to get right now. You feel me? I need you to get right, Dave. Goddamn, we love you, baby. I don't know what is going on, but I know you're going to get right. I know you I know you tired, my nigga. I know you tired, boy.
But dang, you know what I mean? Just, I, just get right, my nigga. I know you're tired, though. You've been carrying them motherfuckers for a long time, brother, brother. So I already know. I already know. Get well, Dame. And shout out to my nigga, uh, the Sixers. I think I heard they're getting supposed to be getting Ben Simmons back. They said, I'm reading shit. He having issues. I mean, well, I guess financially because they find them as game checks. So now I guess they saying he spent so much money and he got bills to pay. So he may have to come back to the team strictly for that. Um, that may be a good thing. My nigga, go ahead and play, man. We done been riding. This shit done been going on too long. You know what I mean? No folks ain't finna trade you like that right now. You might as well play. Prove your value. I mean, you know your value, but you might as well play. Get your money, first of all. That's number one. Get your coin. It's number fucking one. We ain't mad at you, Ben. Get your money. You signed the, you signed the max deal, my nigga. And I mean, I don't want no folks that let you ride for four years and whatever, whatever. Or however it's going to go. Because Darren Morey seemed like he ready to just sit. And let that nigga ride the bench and play, not play. Then just force a trade and go. I mean, and I respect that because the league... It's trying to get some more back, some control. You know what I mean? And, and it has to be, it has to be some compromise, man. Because the NBA is out of control, my nigga. Like them niggas run that shit for real, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that. But there has to be some checks and balances, some compromise, my nigga. Because the players don't know they do as best to them for themselves. But the NBA is a business too, my nigga. So the NBA has to do what's best for the NBA, my nigga. And letting these niggas just flip flop and fuck up, f fuck a franchise. Y'all fuck up a whole market, a whole city, bro. Like when certain players leave and like Max, like them type of players go and shit like that happen. It's like the league is starting to go into shambles, my nigga, in my opinion. Like I ain't saying like niggas is fucking up the league and yada, yada, yada. But I mean... When when half of these kids grew up playing basketball, that's all they wanted to do was be playing basketball. And they they dreamed of being in the NBA one day. And I'm sure making millions of dollars was part of the dream. But the dream was being in the NBA one day. And so they get there. And it's like, I understand the... The... The thought process behind player empowerment, the shit LeBron James brought to the league. Shout out to King James. If that nigga ain't the GOAT for nothing else, he the GOAT to that. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan is definitely the on-court GOAT. But for player empowerment and what that nigga has done for the league to, to show niggas, man, y'all can do what y'all want to do and... You can, you know what I'm saying? Niggas like Kevin Durant and Steph Curry that came behind him and all these young dudes behind Braun now getting to this bag off the court in a major way. And don't get it twisted. Jordan paved the way for the endorsements and to get that bread. But inside the league, LeBron made the most yeah changes happen. LeBron, yeah, definitely. LeBron and... Niggas like that, the D Wade, Melo, but LeBron is definitely as far as y'all come together. We ain't gonna let these folks just pimp us out. We gonna do what we wanna do. I'm taking my talents where I wanna take my talents. Y'all not gonna bury me in the market, not bring me no help. Expect me to stay for, for forever and just be loyal. 
And so I understand his problem with in Cleveland the first time. You know what I'm saying? After that, he was just chasing rings. You know what I'm saying? The Cleveland situation in the first time, they were, that nigga ain't had no help, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? He left. One. Got some help. One. The Cleveland got him some help. He went back and won. You know what I mean? And left. He was chasing rings after that. But LeBron James is definitely the catalyst for player empowerment. And I salute him for that, for what he did. But at the same time, enough is enough. Shit be getting out of hand. And so at times, you know what I mean? When you got players who haven't even played a full contract yet. You know what I'm saying? They bitching and complaining and they want out. They want this and that. And it's like Ben Simmons is nice. He is nice. The Sixers are definitely not better without him. You know what I'm saying? He might not be uh, Steph Curry, but Steph Curry ain't him either. I think it's a 6'10", 250, whatever pound point guard and a, and a power forward slash center's body with guard skills and that nigga's a phenomenon, bro. So, no, he's not. They're not better without him. And their record and shit show you. They doing good. Don't get it twisted, but they will be way better with Ben Simmons, my nigga. And so, I got a problem with the way he handling it, but they threw him under the bus. You know what I'm saying? After y'all lose and they ask you, can you, they ask the coach, can you win with him? And the coach says, I don't know. And then the other star player says he don't, you know what I mean? He don't know if they can win with you. That don't sound very convincing like y'all believing in me. So why would I be somewhere where I feel I ain't want it? Would you be somewhere you feel you ain't want it? I mean, I guess that's not really a question to ask. A lot of you motherfuckers will be somewhere you ain't want it, but I'm not a nigga that's going to be somewhere I ain't want it. You tell me you don't want me and you don't think we, we can be together. We ain't good Hey Let me go about my business My nigga And that's what Ben Simmons Is doing But he just Going hard now And now he's hurting himself And The NBA got deep pockets My nigga They could afford To let you sit Those teams Especially with the league Behind them Like Cause they're not Gonna let you Just blow them folks To see him up like that That ain't right My nigga Either pay Or let them find you A trade Suitable But For you to just sit and not even try, I mean, I guess, you know what I mean? There's it's multiple reasons, I suppose, you know what I mean? He don't, they don't need for him to come back. He wants to get traded. He's asked for it publicly. So for him to come back and get hurt, that'll fuck everything up. Now they can't trade him because he hurt. So now he got to be there. Now his stock is low. And it's a lot, it's a lot that goes into it from his aspect, too. And I understand, my nigga. And I'm not here. I'm just here to play devil's advocate for it. I ain't here to pick size, but I'm picking the size of, of a basketball fan. I definitely want to see the, the some ballots in the league as far as the teams go. You know what I'm saying? Like Milwaukee showed you with a with a with a healthy with an all around squad to do, not relying on just one or two niggas get you a team, one one superstar, and a bunch of good ass complimentary players, and you can win still. You know what I'm saying? I'm, granted, I mean, it was a bunch of injuries last year, but that goes to show you you got to have a, a, a deep team. It ain't just about a couple players. 
That's what I. That's what I got from them niggas winning. They had this. They had one of the probably the most healthiest roster. And I think they was missing Divincenzo. And I'm spending water on myself. This shit good. Ice cold. So I don't drink them. But yeah, they missing Divin. They was missing Divincenzo, and that was it. You know what I'm saying? So they probably was the more healthier than everybody else overall. You know what I mean? And shit, they won. The, they won the ring. So now we back to trying it again with Brooklyn Nets. That's my team. Don't give a fuck what a nigga say. Brooklyn Nets. And Kyrie Irving is fucking our team up. This whole vaccine controversy, this whole vaccine thing, my nigga Kyrie, I feel you, brother. Just go get the shot, my nigga. Make everybody happy. Your mama, your family, the league, the fans. Come on, man. You the KD. James Harden, because these niggas was is depending on you, and you just came out here with all kind of bullshit, Kyrie. So, him, I respect him because he was upfront about his situation, and just like the situation with Aaron Rodgers, how he, I mean, he misled people calling himself immunized, and said, wouldn't say I don't think he said he was vaccinated. He said I'm immunized, and. He got by with that shit, was playing and being around people, going to meetings and doing everything against the rules, wasn't vaccinated, but the NFL different. They don't give a fuck, nigga. Aaron Rodgers going to play. See, Kyrie Irving, the NBA is different from the NFL, nigga. Like them quarterbacks, yeah, Kyrie, yeah, Aaron Rodgers going to play, goddamn. He sat down, he sat out one game, and now I don't think he even has to get tested for like six months or some, some shit. It's a long, something crazy, but... It was really a good thing he got COVID or whatever happened, and now he's cool for a while now. He could just, he could just chill. He ain't even got stressing no more. I mean, that was fucked up how he misled people and they bashing Kyrie for being straight up about his stance. Cause Kyrie could have pumped faith, got him a little card, and say, "Shit, I'm vac, I'm immunized, I'm vaccinated," and just say lied too. Kyrie could have lied and did whatever. But he was straight up about his shit. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie was straight up. And so, I respect him for that. But as a fan, man, get your motherfucking ass back on the court, brother. We need y'all today, man. Them niggas is hurting. 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 So, we'll see Kyrie when Kyrie get back. The fucking Golden State Warriors. <laughs> oh, yes. We gonna give goddamn my nigga. I ain't gonna hold you, man. We gonna give my nigga Chef a big round of applause. Steph Curry, nigga, because the Warriors got the best record in the league this year, nigga, already. I think like 17 and 2 is some shit. And without Klay Thompson and James Wiseman, and Curry is doing what he Curry do. So shout out to the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry coming back, showing niggas that, yeah, I could carry a team by myself. Niggas was talking crazy about him. He can't win with this, that, and third. He went out there last year, bust the league ass without a bunch of niggas. And now he coming back again, busting the league ass any stronger. And yeah, the Warriors going to be a problem. I want my nigga Dame. Dame, man, I love you, Dame. Philly. Philly, man. Or oh, they need to go to Kyrie, go trade that nigga for Kyrie. Because Kyrie and them niggas is back already, bro. And them niggas ain't letting up. They just bust the Blazers ass the other night, man. That's my other team. The Portland Trail Blazers, man. So... I'm hurting right now. Football, New York Giants. 
You already know that's they ass. Um, they ain't giving a nigga nothing to cheer about in, in forever. So, but Georgia Bulldogs though, nigga, hold on, nigga. Yes, sir. We just clinched our spot in the SEC championship today, beating the shit out of Georgia Tech. Well, we will be facing. We will be facing. We will be facing the Alabama fucking Brimson Crimson Tide. We're going to boo y'all niggas. Boo Alabama. Georgia Bulldogs. We number one in the country. And we winning the fucking national championship this year. I'm saying it on record. Right now on the pod. The Georgia Bulldogs. Are winning the motherfucking national championship this year. You know what I mean? So. Y'all could get mad. Talk y'all shit I want to hear the comments Please like and subscribe to this shit man I talk sports Politics Music Fashion The Cool Grays just came out Jordan 11 Cool Grays We want to talk about those You know what I mean Because I got the last ones that came out I didn't get these Because it's like I got the lows I got I'm just tired of buying the same shoes I'm tired of giving these people my money man If you I got I got a nice collection my nigga And I done spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on shoes, and right now, I'm tired of giving Jordan my money, my nigga. It's time to invest in some other shit, some good old designers or something. I mean, I don't want to talk. I don't know if everybody feel the way they want to feel, but I got a bunch of sneakers. I'm just been trying to get my designer game up more than anything. Footwear, at least. You feel me? So, yeah, we can talk fashion. What else, man? Everything, man. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate everybody for tuning in, whoever's tuning in. Like I said, y'all family, this is the family jewels. After we finish kicking it, y'all going to feel like family fucking with me. Because I'm going to give you the all, my nigga. I'm giving you the real deal. Follow the real. Fuck with the real. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm getting them. This shit is going to do nothing but grow over time. And I want y'all to grow with a nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? As I get better with this video... I want y'all to tune in. I can bring y'all in. We could talk, have face to faces on this, on the little interview joint, the digital joint, whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to bring the world a point of view that's not really exposed and and and, and talked about and talked about a lot. You know what I mean? From a nigga that been out here, done things. You know what I'm saying? And 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 keep kept keep it a buck. I kept it a buck. And always keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Played looked out for my people, showed love, all that. Been through a lot of bullshit. Still here, taking care of my family, doing what I gotta do as a man, you know what I mean? And I'm just trying to talk for the niggas that been through the same type of shit I've been through. I don't necessarily know how to articulate the type of shit that they want to. So I'm here to articulate it for niggas. So if y'all got anything, y'all want to talk about anything, you want to say, any comments, any suggestions, just holler at your boy, man. You know what I'm saying? Check me out on YouTube. Uh, Quiet Money Jewels TV. You know what I'm saying? I'm on uh, Instagram, the Family Jewels Podcast. Twitter, the Family Jewels Podcast. It's up. You know what I'm saying? So tap in. Anchor, Family Jewels Podcast. Spotify, Family Juice Podcast, Apple Podcast, Family Juice Podcast. Send me messages, everything. So, like I said, I just want to give a happy Thanksgiving 
to everybody out there, you know what I mean? I hope everybody was safe. And y'all watched the football games, man. That was a fucking Dallas Cowboys, man. It was a fan. He was so fucking crazy. This is Thanksgiving. Oh, the Cowboys. This is Thanksgiving. Over the Cowboys. Thanksgiving. He acting like this. Thanksgiving. This is how he is. Hey, 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 he go crazy too. I put that nigga fat ass out. He fat as shit. I don't care. I'm taking him home. Give me a bag. He taking. He ain't even at his house. He in somebody else's house acting like this. Joe, this your Thanksgiving right here. Right here. Threw some noodles at the nigga. This don't make sense. Stop fucking with them all game. This don't make no sense. Cowboy fans, nigga, be sensitive. They just standing there. What is smooth? What smooth? What? Calm down. Stop. Calm down, fat nigga. I don't care if I want Thanksgiving and ain't the food was nasty. And the macaroni was disgusting, Maya. Your macaroni was disgusting, Maya. Your macaroni was pretty good. Stick to doing hair. Stick to doing hair. He done hurt the girl's feelings. Oh. Now you gonna hurt her feelings. She about to cry. Because your boys lost. This nigga spazzed. Let's go. The food was great. The food was horrible. I've been on the toilet at the game. I've been on the toilet at the game. I put him out. I been put that nigga on him out. You ain't gotta put me out. I'm trying to get up out of here. The dough right there. They need to fire that damn defensive coordinator. You got to find you a ride. What you playing softball game for, man? You got to find you a ride. You got to find out. That nigga ain't even got a car. You acting like that and ain't even got a damn car to get home, nigga. Let me get this. Let me get this. Let me get this. This don't make sense. All is for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. They ain't taking the wine. Man, stop playing with me. Let's go. I'm not going nowhere with you acting like that. Joe, Joe, I love you, bro. I this is not too. the time, bro. Yeah, he was totally out of line for the bullshit that he pulled in. And he told his own people food was sucked and everything. And y'all got to chill, get Dallas Cowboys fans, man. It ain't that serious, my nigga. Like a nigga said, you're going to wake up the next day. Your bill's going to be the same. Your problem's going to be the same. So when your team lose... Y'all got to know how to lose with a little bit of goddamn grace, man. Don't go insulting the food. Called and told the girl the Thanksgiving, a turkey was, wasn't was done. She, The girl left, hurt her feelings. It was all bad. So, yeah, man. So, I be mean, Valley Juice Podcast, man. Holla at me. Y'all take it easy. And until I see you, y'all be safe. I'm your humble host. Jules, forever Jules, Jules Young OG, Jules Quiet Money, whatever you want to call me, just call me, baby. And I'm going to holler at y'all later. One.